Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. All right, so we picked this up from our last conversation. We're talking about relevance, we're talking about databases and moving into community. Let, let's continue with the three keys to trust and let's talk about the the un, the unsales pitch. In other words, now that we have our segments figured out, we figure out kind of how we're gonna be hyper-specific. We gave the example in the last episode of being able to really communicate with them directly and very specifically things that are going on in their locality Right. So that's one example of how to be specific and relevant. Now, what what other type of content are we sending them and how are we sending them stuff that's going to be relevant? So uh, let's let's get into kind of the what we actually send out. What's the micro content we're sending? Yeah. Well, the the second pillar is like the unsale. Right. It's like it's let's make sure that in our communication, we're not selling. We're sharing, but we're not selling. And I believe that there's two ways to um, to get business. You can attract it. Or you can try to, you know, go grab it, right? One is it either it's like a gravitational pull, like you're the magnet, and it's like all this, like these, this, these, these deals are coming to you. Or there's no like attraction, and you're having to go out there and constantly grab it all the time, right? The difference in sellers would be like getting a come list me call versus inbound come list me call versus an outbound will you list with me call. Right. So with segmentation, what we can do is we can construct our communication to include triggers that will stimulate them emotionally and get them to engage with us and open them up to listening to us. But what's important is that we give them information of relevance. So if I was going to, again, send something to Dobbin and, you know, in the email, you know, I, I've already gained some trust. I've, you know, I've used some some of these tags, uh, fly fishing and whatnot. And then I wanted to send him once a month. Once I've done that and I send him once a month, just a market report on what's going on for property in Dahlonega on the river. He would probably open that up. He would probably – now, this is basic information. How many properties sold? How many are pending? How many are listed? You know, what's the average sales-to-list price ratio? What's the days on market? But because it's specific to Dahlonega and properties on the river versus there's properties in Dahlonega that are not on the river, that would be important to somebody else. There's some that are, um, you know, overlooking a, a vineyard, and there's some that are not. So these are all segmentations. So I can use the same strategy of providing market data to that particular person in my database, but I'm segmenting the data to make sure that I'm putting them in a smaller category and sending that information out to them. That would be an example of, of what you could send. Okay. I mean, another another interesting thing about that is, you know, let's just say that we're trying to develop this segmentation. So it would be very hard for someone that doesn't know me unless they went and looked in my social media and saw that every second, every other posting I do is me holding a big honking trout. Um, it would be it would be difficult for them to know. But the thing about it is, um, I would imagine in each different market that there's probably, let's just say. 25 different specialty interests, we'll call them, right? Well, what if 
while we're in this researching phase, because we have them in our database, we're able to retarget to them anyway. Instead of retargeting them to uh, real estate specific information, perhaps it's, you know, these topical interest type articles that are highly localized with the imagery on the ad, with the language of the ad, and also inside the ad that has no other purpose, though, of course, we can have contact information and relevance to the um, agent or the broker in these ads, but it's designed to collect that specific information. Then you break down further because you've built a custom audience based on their click-throughs. They're in a custom audience, first of all, for retargeting, but we're able to build more acute custom audiences based on these interests. Then you combine that with the information that you have in your database, and that's where Greg can get the fly fishing. Now, fly fishing might not be a make the top 25 list here in Dahlonega, yeah. unfortunately, but in Montana and different towns, it definitely would, or there's skiing, or there's this, or there's that. But if you could narrow down to 25, you know, or you would probably narrow it down, Greg, to 300 or something ridiculous, but for the normal human being, you know, let's take a bite-sized chunk, 25 specific local interests that you could tailor language to, you can have click-through information that would give us that, and then we could reformat some of our real estate language around that idea or something and, and get and you know and get that level of intimacy that we're looking for. There's a lot of ways to collect information, but I think with what we're able to do through retargeting and pixeling and building custom audiences and other things that we do, there's just tons of uh, opportunity to own that. So, Matt, a couple small ones, you know, just letting him lead me a little bit on that. So mm -hmm. some um, some basic things that would be very important that most people don't do would be tags, would be home versus condo versus land. Okay, that's very simple, right? It would be golf course, uh, you know, on the golf course, on the oceanfront, on the river. Those would be basically – now, what can you do with these things? So what happens instead of saying, um, you know, and I'm just making this random sentence up, you know, I saw, uh, you know, I, I, I know you own property in the area versus I know you own a home in the area versus I know you have a home on the oceanfront. Okay, so you could just take those basic tags and then when you're formulating your your message, that's how you can use those. And if I say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, this is not this would be a salesy thing to say. Do you want to sell your property versus do you want to sell your home versus do you want to sell your home on the river versus do you want to sell your home on the river in um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina? So every time that I, I, I can pull that basic information in to construct a sentence, that will get me deeper into the conversation. You'll listen um, a better as I'm adding more of that information into the structure of the content. Right. I just sold, okay. like I have a campaign, a just sold campaign. And, and the just sold campaign is when we sell a property in the community, then everyone that's tagged that community, we kick off a just sold campaign. And I can't remember exactly what it says, but it basically says, you know, uh, you know, uh, hello, Matt. We know we, 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 we know you have a property in blank. There's a field. There's a tag. We know you have a property in Presswick. We wanted you to know that we just sold one over on Lynx Drive. 
we got a lot of interest in that particular property and we're wondering if you put any thought to sell something like that right but see i'm inserting those tags in there so then i can just continue that's now that's automated so i'm still using marketing automation to oh, yeah. communicate to my database and doing it on a grand scale we get a ton of business from that strategy but what's important about that strategy is our mention of those specifics right that's if if you just sent a random hey we just sold a property blank then um it wouldn't we wouldn't have gotten as much we wouldn't get much of a return or as much mhm mm yeah that's that's really interesting um <clears throat> So you're saying that you can literally, that if you construct the tags right, you can pre-build campaigns where there literally is triggered and there's no effort on the back end other than the initial effort to set it up. And the tags insert those kinds of specific information that make it hyper-relevant with actual no, and there's no additional work to make it more relevant. Once the work is put in, the campaign is set up, the tags are properly constructed, the email kind of that that campaign will go out period there's no there's no additional work for each campaign that that would now be correct and what yeah go ahead dobbin would no answer uh, that I, question better than me yeah i was just gonna say that the what what can happen is that the tags can trigger specific merge fields that are pulling data from the database that's you know specific to neighborhood or you know location or or what have you so within the um in in the Infusionsoft system, when we apply a tag, we can also immediately put data into a um, custom field, which then can be pulled into any communication that we do. So important things that we're going to want to pull from, once a tag is created, that can automatically create the language that then gets pulled and inserted through merge fields into the email communications, the SMS communications, um, or can dictate which custom audience that we're going to direct them to or other things like that. It can be all done through automation. Yeah. Matt, let me add this too, because I know this could probably be overwhelming to a lot of people. And people, what people yeah. need to understand is I don't know how to do anything that I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. I, I, I mean, I know in theory what the heck's going on, but if I had to actually go put a tag somewhere, I would not even know how to do this, okay? But Dobbin has built the system for us and, and um, you know, through the collaboration between each other. So if somebody's thinking about how in the heck am I going to remember all these tags and all this? So most of us have some sort of sheet that we call a lead sheet in the real estate industry. So let's just say that I'm an agent and, you know, your normal lead sheet be a piece of paper and you have name and email address and their address, and maybe why they're selling, what are they hoping to get for it, what's their mortgage balance. Hey, here's a little tip. Those are all the things that are on our lead sheets. And But what <laughs> we did is over the years, we added to the lead sheet all these different tags. And then, like, are they on the ocean front? Are they an owner? Are they a renter? Are they a buyer? And, and so we have all these tags. What, what's the building name? And all, the, all these tags on our lead sheets. So then when we're talking to them, we're checking off all these little, little tags. So we're, we're not having to go figure out where to find these, this information. You're, you'll be amazed if you'll just listen. You'll talk to people. And you'll hear the dog barking in the back. Now, you could probably tag them as, you know, a dog owner. 
without actually having to go do any type of research. So we actually just built our lead sheets where we have tag a list of tags and we check mark which ones apply. These would be our more common ones and we check mark which ones apply. And that's how we, you know, organize this and make sure that it gets into our database correctly. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> okay. So I don't know if we, we got off on more on segmentation. This was part two, and part of it was not selling. <laughs> so let me just say this about that. Um, the, the, one of the, the, the three ways to gain trust is to make sure that you're taking a give approach, a contributing approach, not a take approach. And it's making sure that, you know, that when you're sending information to them, and, and forget about all the tagging conversation. Just make sure that whatever you send to them and, and are requesting that they read, that you're requesting to take a little bit of time out of their life to read your email, make sure that it's something that you yourself would want to read. And if you look at what you just wrote and are about to send and you say, if somebody sent that to me, would you want to read it? Would you take time out of your day to read it? Or would you just like skip over it and do not send it unless you yourself would not take some time to read it? That's number two. Okay. Um, well, yeah, do same. we have time? Do we have time, Dobbin, to get into kind of the credibility and charisma conversation, the, the third key to building trust? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, when we were talking earlier about that, the third pillar, credibility and charisma, um, above and beyond the, the data that we've talked about, the non-sales approach, um, a lot of things fall back to the energy and the connection between human beings. And this is an advantage and it's a liability if you aren't doing things correctly. Um, and so, you know, one thing that I found to be really valuable to me um, early on, Greg had turned me on to um, a coach that he and his team were using, uh, Matthew Ferry. And I really appreciated the training, the sales training that he was providing to real estate professionals. And I've copied so much of his stuff. I, I probably actually copied Greg more than anybody on the face of the earth. But the thing about it is, is about, um, a deep sense of servitude to our audience. And ultimately, if we come from that place, the energy that emanates from us through our written word, through our SMSs, through our social media, it's gonna come through as some level of authenticity. I cannot tell you how many times in marketing that I've seen people doing almost everything correctly, but the personality of the person the language and how they're presenting, particularly when we start getting into video marketing and other things like that, it just falls way short. And ultimately, if you do everything else right and you don't have the, um, the charisma or the, um, you know, just, just the ability to properly connect with your audience, it's, it, it, it can be devastating. So um, I'm probably going way overboard on this. But I think that it's another thing worthy of looking into because if you're going to make the investment in all this stuff that we've talked about, which is a lot of effort, we want to make sure that how we're coming across and the spirit of how we're coming across or the essences 
Greg and I use the word, is uh, 100% in line with what people are going to appreciate. Yeah, what I what I hear here, here is authenticity. If you, in your communication, we have to be thinking of them, not be thinking of what we're going to get from them. The purpose of doing a video is to help them, to contribute to them, and do it from a place of authenticity versus I'm going to create this video. I think I can you know, make a sale if I do this. Like as soon as that's the conversation you're having, like that's the reason why you're doing this versus you're going to go out there and serve the community. As soon as you're thinking about serving yourself, it's not going to come across. It's not going to land on the listener like you want it to. And it comes back down to the consumers in control of the information they consume. They're choosing to consume or not consume your content. They have the keys to the opt-in, the unsubscribe. And so in order to win them over, we actually have to be focused on them. And I will say, you, you, any agent that takes this on, even at a basic level, they are going to win big in their market. You know, Dobbin, you know, sometimes I send these to you. I have had people say to me, call me. I've had somebody call and come to my office and tell me. I don't remember talking to you, Greg, but, you know, you've been sending <laughs> me some information for years. And I'm never going to sell. They'll take me out of here in this out of this house in a pine box. But I have made it clear to my wife that when I pass away, she's to call you because you're our realtor. Wow. I have had that conversation. I've had a man come to my office to meet with me to tell me that. And I've had a few people call me over the years to tell me that. And I've heard similar stories from my agents who are using the same exact content to, to, to be pushed out to their database. See, we're here to serve them. We're not, it, I, I tell people, I don't care if you sell five years from now. I'm still going to be here. That's not the intent. All I'm doing is just want to make sure you're taken care of. I want to make sure that you have the information. I want to make sure that I'm the resource. So at any point that you need information to make smart business decisions in the area of real estate, I want to be your go-to person. If you'll come from that place, and if you'll think about the start of these videos, where I'm talking about why databases are so important and how people are tuning us out more than ever and just going to continue to tune us out, they're going to block us. The block button is a form of filtering. That block button is going to be used more and more as time goes on. We're going to start using the block button more and more to make sure you pass the test and don't get blocked. It's got to be about them. And that's where I hear Dobbin talking about authenticity, charisma. I think authenticity is charisma, and charisma becomes entertaining. And these people are going to tune in. You know, I think the other thing, which is not all about the technology, but, you know, Another thing is once we get through 
the technology of marketing, of making connections, and when you go through all this effort to do things right, when it gets to the human end, the people on the other end, the agents that are actually having the, the meetings with these sellers and these buyers and et cetera, et cetera, the different types of, of customers, you know, need to be an extension of that same message because that's where a lot of stuff to where you can have kick-ass marketing on one end, but then when they get to the human level, they aren't feeling that same thing that they bought into on the road there, and then it's a shutdown, you know? So I think that culturally there needs to be an extension of this incredible message, this same aspect of servitude, the same aspect of authenticity. You don't want it to hit somebody that's just like trying to, you know, get a listing or bust a sale, you know, pressure someone into something. I'm sure most people don't operate that way anymore, um, but they're out there. So that's another thing to consider is that culturally the message or the story or what we're trying to do in our marketing is really a predecessor and to something that's going to continue on that same um, that same path is very important, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Interesting. Well, I'm, I've taken a page and a half of notes. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, we could we could we could keep going, um, but I do want to make sure that we get uh, people the information to connect with Dobbin. So if if they want to implement some of these things, uh, I know that there there's a way to get the the essentially the Greg Harrelson package and get a head start on some of this stuff. So Dobbin, what's the best way for people to reach out and connect and, and learn more about what you do and potentially implementing it? Absolutely. The best way is to go to www.realestatesalessolutions.com. And there's some information on that site, as well as a form to request a demo of the Greg Harrelson campaigns and Infusionsoft. That gets people into my team. If there are specific questions people have for me, they can reach out through those team members, uh, David Quinones and John Crocker, the two men that are um, responsible for helping real estate professionals. Uh, we also have a, a vast amount of custom solutions and different things that we do for um, uh, real estate brokers and agents alike. So uh, that's the, the best gateway. And then my direct uh Website email address is www.getyouwired, G-E-T, the letter U, W-I-R-E-D.com, and I can be reached uh, through that portal as well. Uh, and, Greg, what's the best way to reach out to you? Uh, just just hit me up on Facebook Messenger. It's the most efficient way to do it. I'll uh, do my best to respond to all the messages, and uh, and that's it. That's the easy way. All right. And then for the show itself, uh, just look up the Level Up podcast. You can grab that on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere on any device uh, that you are listening to podcasts. Just look up the name of the show. You can also go to the leveluppodcast.com. You can find links out from there. You can also watch the video versions of the show right there. You can also grab us on YouTube and subscribe to the Level Up Podcast YouTube channel or like us on Facebook. Uh, if you're in the Century 21 community, uh, you probably see all the content for the show in the Facebook workplace uh, where you guys can share that content. You can interact. You can comment. You can message Greg directly. You can. Um, I know there's a lot of people that kind of ask questions and put questions in the comments, which Greg is gracious. Go back and check those comments and respond to people every time we do a show. So, Greg, I just wanted to say that I appreciate that. And, and everybody, yeah. you've made yourself very very available. So if anybody has follow-up questions, which I know they will off of an episode like we've done, this series on on uh, on database and trust, uh, they're going to have a lot of questions. Just reach out, put in the comments, message you directly, um, because we're, we're happy to help. And you've been 
uh, very good about making yourself available to help. So with that being said, anything, uh, Greg, that you want to leave people with on the subject of databases and trust? Man, I think we hit it hard. I think uh, the only thing that I'd say right now is like, uh, you know, um, rewind and listen again. Because I think what you just heard was just Dobbin and I really allowing you all to listen in to a very common mastermind brainstorming conversation like uh, session that Dob and I would have. This is this this conversation looks just like the conversation when Dob and I are together and we're strategizing to build out the next thing for us to 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 level up in our own business. So um, I just leave you with that. Please listen to it again because I think there's so much so much value here for someone to take. Whether or not you get involved with any of the content that Dobbin's referring to, you know, which is the content that I'm using myself, that's great if you do. But that wasn't the real intent here. The intent is to make agents aware of where we believe the market's heading and how you can get in front of it so you're not uh, a victim of, 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 of the competition, which is more so the technology companies. Perfect. Well, guys, thanks again so much. I really, really appreciate both of both of you guys really contributing and kind of opening this, uh, this type of conversation up to the rest of us. Yeah, it's fun. Thanks, Dobbin. Thank you both. Take care.